Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, in the spirit of comic book movies of old, Mason. Oh, you have the ancient times? Exactly. Should we start this video with a portion of the video from later in the video and then we build back up to that part in the video so people are like, how did we get here? Sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Sure. I mean, we could just, you know, Ben or Lawrence could put in a random clip. I think it would be fine. (laughs) Sure, okay. Do you remember when movies used to start like this, though? I mean, Iron Man started like this. Deadpool did this. You know, uh it's that thing of like, oh my God, a big thing. Other non-superhero movies presumably have started like this. Yeah, exactly. And again, will continue to this day. I think Rick and Morty made fun of that in an episode, didn't they? Oh, my God. Like three days earlier or whatever and so forth. James, there is not a single entertainment industry trope that they won't absolutely skewer, my friend. You are not wrong. Mm. I hope they don't come for the podcasters, though. (laughs) Leave us be. We're ugly. Leave us alone. Yeah, come on. (laughs) So uh, we're talking about Thor, of course. Mm. Thor from 2011, original Thor. Not the original Thor, Mm. but the one that counts, I guess. Thor 1. Thor 1. Original recipe Thor. That's right. We're going to be doing this. Then we're going to be doing second Thor. Zinger Thor. Then we're going to stop for a bit, and then we'll probably group the last two together. I don't know. Just We're doing the first two, all right? Leave a like. If you could. Are you going to say leave us alone? Yeah. <laughs> leave a like then. Watch the video in the background. Mm-mm. Are you doing something else in silence if necessary and then leave us alone? That's right. We know how people view these. <laughs> so Mason, yes. you might be thinking, how did we get here in terms of Thor movies? Mm. I can give you a little bit of the run up if you don't mind. I'd love to. Great. So obviously he was in the 70s and whatever, 70s and 80s. He was what does in, that mean? He was in the... the Thor was? No, in the 80s he was in that... He's in an episode of The Incredible Hulk. Exactly. Yes, yes they were attempting to build some sort of spin-off universe and, yep. and we got a Daredevil episode which we've talked about I think and, exactly. and we've got one uh, with Thor where he's very brown and doing a lot of running about mm, I'm a big fan uh, and of course he was a comic book character prior to that <laughs> that's true uh, but Sam Raimi and, and prior to that um, a man of epic myth and legend that is also true boring yeah I agree so Sam Raimi he actually wanted to direct a Thor movie in the 90s that oh. didn't end up happening uh, Matthew Vaughn was actually on board for a time in the mid-2000s. He okay. went on to do Kick-Ass and various other properties, including what I think is one of the best X-Men movies. Uh, Guillermo del Toro was considered after after Matthew Vaughn left, uh, and he wanted to do this version that was closer to the Norse mythology of, like, Vikings and mud, and he wanted to kind of build an Asgard like that. Oh, GDT wanted to do a real gross Asgard. What a yeah, shock. <laughs> what a shock from him. Where everyone's eyes are on the back of their head or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'd be very interested to see. He's doing some He's doing some extensive research into Norse mythology. He's like, is there a guy who's got weird eyes? And he goes, ooh, peekaboo. Oh, look at me. I'm a freak. Oh, there's not. I'm out. Yeah, bye. I'm going to do the Hobbit movies and then leave the Hobbit movies. <laughs> That's my play. But then, of course, you know, we got Kenneth Branagh, who I think is the person 
perfect choice for kicking off something like this. He's a Shakespearean fellow. Mm, and I think bringing that Shakespearean element to this mm-hmm. kind of gives it a bit of gravitas, which they throw away a few movies later. Sure, yeah. But I think it totally works for this. What's interesting, I think, is that a lot of people, if you ask them to rank the Marvel movies, they will, mm-hmm. and they will put... They've already done it. They've already done it, and they usually put the first two Thor movies towards the bottom. Yeah. And I I don't understand that. Well, I mean, I, I get it. I think because people on the internet love to rank things, yeah. stuff has to inevitably be on the bottom. I insist on it. Yeah, and and these ones get the short end of the stick. But I, I watched this today and I was entertained. I always like this one. Mm. I think also it's interesting because... When you put things like the silly costumes that they've got in it and, you know, the idea of this crazy-looking Asgard and a rainbow bridge and a magic hammer, these things shouldn't translate very well. Uh But I think also something like a Lord of the Rings did a lot of the legwork for this epic kind of scope and this kind Mm. of mythology. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's probably like an ad like where the Lord of the Rings... Hobbits go to McDonald's or something. Yeah, exactly. That's the transition, right? (laughs) You know, you're right. What about second Big Mac meal? (laughs) One of them would say. You know? Absolutely. And then, of course... And the, and the person in the drive-thru would be like, right, right, you are, sir. Not like, oh, these idiots. Yeah, again. Sick of this. <laughs> but then, of course, they do things like there's the big expedition dump at the start about... Do you mean an exposition dump? So I'll start again. Then they do that thing at the start about the big exposition dump. I actually did write expedition. Nice. <laughs> Anyways. And then they do that thing that I, I really don't like the big exposition dump at the start about like frost giants and you know and then there's a magic frozen box and who's and there's a war and whatever I've whatever forgotten about the magic frozen yeah. box but the thing is right all of those things that i've mentioned is very much what they did with green lantern which came out the same year oh. and that movie sucks yeah. and this movie just doesn't <laughs> pretty wild right yeah i mean it's amazingly cast do you think that you know that plays a plays a I factor i think it is yeah even the minor roles like it's all mm. it's all good i agree yeah the characterization of thor though yes go on the man himself mm-hmm. the myth himself yes that the god himself is an alien mm, this yeah. is the point in uh in, in the Marvel Universe where they were just like, no, there's no magic, it's all technology. Now they're like, no, there is magic, which is it's separate from the... Sep- separate, different magic. But yeah, Thor yeah. is magic, we th- still we think. We're pretty, we're pretty sure. He's, he's a lightning man. But the characterization of Thor in this, I mean, they've done the, the comic book version. Mm. They've translated it mostly, you know, faithfully, using a lot of, like, the Jack Kirby art and, and bits and pieces and other influences. Mm-hmm. But even things like getting that costume right... That's wild that they translated that. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving all the costumes in this. Just the, the Warriors 3, they've got some great costumes. Yes. Not a joke, just... Just, <laughs> just a thing. Just that, enjoying them, yeah. yeah. I enjoy that one of them is like a, like, a, like a dwarven warrior and one of them's, you know, D'Artagnan. And <laughs> yeah, one of them's not Zachary Levi yet. Mm, I that's think correct, yes, that's right. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Just beautiful colours in those costumes. Well done, the costume designer, I mm. think. One thing they did put in the bin, though, was the idea of Donald Blake. Yes, as his uh, mm. as his mortal identity is cast down to earth as a mortal man, he forgets his Thor. Then he goes and he and he goes on holiday and he finds a stick in a cave. Yeah, and then Thor's back, baby. They're like, that's no, no, thank you. Well, they nearly did it. Well, he's also he's men- also they have to pay two guys. <laughs> well, to- yeah, they they actually they nearly cast Kevin McKidd. In the role, oh, he's, an, that is. he's a blonde guy. Is he, he a look, little blonde guy? He's littler than Chris Hemsworth, okay, but he's not right. little. Everyone's littler than Chris Hemsworth. That's true. Not one of Chris Hemsworth's brother, maybe. Mm, that's true. Not the one from Westworld who is definitively littler than Chris Hemsworth. That's true. Yeah, maybe Liam, who was actually considered for this, Liam Hemsworth. Oh. Yeah. So was Tom Hiddleston, right? He was going to be maybe he was going to be Thor. There's footage of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see him wielding the hammer, but mm. it, that, I mean, he's amazing, but that. 
doesn't work, right? Correct. They made the right call there. They definitely I mean, even the, right the fact call. you'd have to dye your hair that color. And his eyebrows. God. Okay. That's one thing I'm not on board for. Uh-huh. Those bleached eyebrows. And you see it in the beard as well. It's it's not a good look. From some angles, the whole thing looks fine. And I guess you settle into it. But my goodness, mm. it's a good thing they went to just... just it's a good thing that everybody in these movies became big enough stars that they, their agents could just be like, he's just coming in in his regular clothes and his regular hair today. So <laughs> That's right. We're not changing anything. You're going to have to CGI around all of that. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, wild decision. It also you know, implies that Thor is dyeing his eyebrows. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. In universe, I guess. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think also- He's got putting a little just for gods in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I think also this movie is a really good example of- building out a wider universe. And I'm, I'm talking about like Asgard specifically, but also building out a wider universe in terms of, does anybody recognize any of this and what could our next movies be? Right, uh-huh, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Odin's Vault, I'm talking about. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff, you know, in there, which most of it's thrown in the bin. You know, and what I guess a lot of people have talked about in the past is, is how much of these movies was just kind of, Iron Man and, and the early ones were just sort of like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck. Yeah. And I think a lot of people responded to the the appearance of the Infinity Gauntlet yeah. in uh, in Odin's treasure room and was like... We know it's not real. We know. There's the clip and whatever. But yeah. Mm. And people were like, well, yeah, what, what about that Thanos character? Maybe bring him in, eh? Hey? What about yeah. that? No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think also they then <laughs> must have looked back at these movies leading up to Infinity War and go like, okay, how many of the things that we've introduced could we just say are Infinity Stones? And which ones are <laughs> yeah, what, right. you know? Uh-huh. Is there's a stone in the box? There's a stone in the box, right? You know, uh-huh. just all that. This is all that kind of stuff going on. But then, of course, we get like a Bruce Banner mention mm-hmm. in this. And, of course, Hawkeye yes. makes his screen debuted. Mm-hmm. What do you think of any of that? Pretty good. Is it? Yes. It's kind of nothing, though, right? Yes, it's kind of nothing. He goes for the gun. <laughs> Just so you know, come on. Plank of wood with a nail in it. <laughs> a rock. Just a rock. Big big paper bag with, with filled with poo. He considers putting it on Thor's front doorstep and lighting it on fire and running away. I mean, but then he goes with that bow and arrow, and I'm loving it. Yeah. I he don't... would have shot Thor right through the head, and he does in that uh, What If He does episode, in What right? If, yeah. He got Ant-Man into that, didn't he? he think, I think he did, yeah. I don't know. I just think the idea that Hawkeye's going to go for the gun. What, it, doesn't, it means literally Maybe this nothing. was when he was sort of just getting into archery. and this guy's he's all, always been into he's archery. He's always been a gun guy, but then he's like, man, I like archery, but the, the boys at the office are going to laugh at me. So he's like... <laughs> and he's sort, of, he's sort of slowly transitioning to being an archery guy, and then, what, then that day he's like... I kill this guy from like a thousand feet with this. They'll, they gotta respect me. Yeah, you know they yeah. won't call me bloody William Tell. You uh, bloody mum about it. But then, <laughs> but then he'd have to slowly be lowered from that crate, holding a bow and arrow. Yeah. And then they're all just like, "You went for the bow, did you? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you didn't use it, but you're holding it. Yeah. That's strange, isn't that's it? True. Well, you know, why don't you, William, tell your mum you're a bitch? There's also some character arcs in this, which uh, I know some people have problems with. I think oh, the really? I think the idea that Loki, you know, turns bad. Uh-huh. I think all that is fine because he obviously orchestrated the entire thing and he was pretending that he was nice. I don't think that's so much of a turn, but it's just like, yeah, he's he's like that. And I also think it was in this movie. It is kind of a snowball kind of effect because initially yeah. he does say that he he. Uh, he just wanted to get Thor in trouble. Yeah. He didn't know he'd get banished. And then, you know, he'd, uh, he starts doubling down on that stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, in later movies, it's revealed, of course, the, the, the influence of the- 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. A Tesseract. Mm. It was the, actually the thing that turned him over. I mean, so. not in this movie. No, 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 no. no. I mean, at the sees at the end, he's like, that's cool. <laughs> Is there a stone in that? I need to know. Yeah. It's for my boss. It's for work. So there's only stones in this vending machine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I guess what I was talking about, the turn that maybe people might have a problem with, is Thor's, you know, comes around on humanity and his his humility. And it seemingly happens in a day. Like one minute he's like throwing down coffee mugs and the next day he's like making breakfast for everybody, you know? James, why wouldn't you... When you, if you, the first time you encountered the wonders of modern technology, sure, it's like five pop tarts. You're not going to change your view on humanity after eating some pop tarts. I would, I would die if I ate five pop tarts. <laughs> so I guess I would change yeah. <laughs> my view on humanity. But I just think also for a guy that's fifteen hundred years old, like that kind of turnaround, it's it's pretty quick to be, you know, not worthy and then worthy. You know, mm, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, they let him have a go on the computer. <laughs> And he was just like, wow, wow, look at all this stuff. I love Encarta. <laughs> they had Encarta in 2011, right? They sure still It was still probably had a website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also now that you see him, he's a goofy character. He's self-aware. Like he gets Earth references. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of sass and jokes. I think what it is for this character is he's just easily influenced by the things that are around him. Mm-hmm, sure. So he can, despite being very old, he's like, ah, I'm funny now. I'm a funny guy. Ah, I don't dye my eyebrows anymore. I'm a, I'm a non-dye <laughs> eyebrows guy I'm now. all natural. <laughs> I'm guaranteed all natural. Every part of me completely natural. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Great finding Chris Hemsworth, though, really. Mm, he's agree, he's yeah. really good. Yeah, and I'm glad they kind of leaned into the comedic stuff later on because I don't know whether this is a sustainable character. Is this interesting over the long term? Oh, I guess like we'll if, never know. If Thor was still doing this, would, would we be as excited? Oh, I think, no. See, I think if we were 10 years into this and Thor was still like, get me a steed, I need a steed, good car salesman, the guy's like, we just have cars. It's just, yeah. People would be like, you've been on Earth 10 years, what are you yeah. We don't, nobody rides horses anymore. Yeah. Your eyebrows look ridiculous. <laughs> How dareth thee? Don't, don't hit me. I don't, I don't even like this job. Don't hit me. <laughs> you know, A sk- second Big Mac for thee. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here's something that I think's great. Mm-hmm. In this movie. Yes. Great. 
Does, it have, does it have to be? No, just say nothing you like. I'll stick to the movie for now, okay. but I might come back to something else. The Destroyer is terrific. I agree. Seeing something like that. You know what? I There are many things that I like about this movie, but I think mm. perhaps something that has been lost in the Marvel Studios production line is I feel like this movie has both special effects that are that are there's the, there's some real due care and attention to these special effects yeah. whereas i think perhaps in in some of the newer movies uh they're just like yeah the nanotechnology puts his puts his helmet on yeah yeah it's, it's fine whatever yeah the destroyer looks great i think you can see him you know them building up the old fire in his belly i think that looks incredible it looks like a it looks real man it's amazing but there's also like a a, a real kind of luxuriating in stuff mm. that, that was in the you know in the early Marvel movies like when you see Iron Man suit up for the first time and it's a real kind of it's a it's a real scene in and of itself. Yeah. But there's you know there's moments in this where we see the team get fired out of the, the dimensional cannon yes. to another to another to another realm and we see the whole situation take place and it's really you know we see the whole the, the sword and the thing and the turning and the lightning and the spinning and the laser and what and now you. it's just like bam you're in another dimension yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you're right because I think also we've we've slowly built up to much crazier things and they there's, cut out there's all no those. time yeah there's, there's no, no time, time. and you know and I think a, a great example of that is when Sif like stabs it and like T one thousands like inside out mm-hmm. to turn around yes. I think that's really fun yeah uh, this movie does despite you think that was Branner's idea yes you think it was he was like like we did a little something on the Scottish play that was very similar. <laughs> what was the play? Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I assume it's got a lot of T One Thousand. Here's what here's what I did. I dressed as a woman. <laughs> very similar, right? That's classic. Yeah. yeah. How about we just have a robot that turns around, Kenneth? That's also good. <laughs> Terrific. I love it. I think that also, despite the budget of this, which we will talk about, there is a quaintness and a simplicity to mm, it. Yeah. I mean, and also everything's like this. It's on an angle. Everything's Dutch angle. I think yeah. that's important that we that's point a, that's out. That's a Kenneth Branagh uh, uh, original. Signature. Yeah, yes, <laughs> he was the first one to do it, as yeah. far as I know. I've only ever seen Marvel movies. Okay, so. good, good, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think uh, before we do some green trivia, <laughs> the helmet seems to be, and I know they thought about this in every kind of piece of armor. Thor's helmet. Specifically. Yes, that's right. And I know they thought about this in terms of like every piece of armor and every weapon. Like it's more of a ceremonial thing. Like he doesn't wear it outside of when they're like. You're great, Thor. This is a Thor parade, you know? Okay, sure, yeah. Is this something you want to see kind of come back? Because I, I don't mind the design of it, you know? Uh, I mean, we are certainly getting something to that effect yes. in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, big yeah. feathery wings is what I'm saying, yeah no, I, yeah, no, I would like to see some big feathery wings. Yeah, yeah. Feathery, not metal. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be good. And, uh, you know, I love the fact that Marvel costumes are continually evolving. Yeah. And I reckon, try them out in another one, even if it doesn't work, you can, you can have... Um, Beats headphones next time if the helmet doesn't work. You know? That's really great. Yeah, yeah. Beats branded headphones. Yeah. Mm. I feel like the ones he had. Or in... Raycon. <laughs> or Raycon. Mm. Not an official sponsor of this channel. No. Uh, if you're going to buy any headphones, I don't care which one. Mason, it's time for Green Trivia. I love Green Trivia. Did you know, uh, you might have seen this, when Odin arrives to save Thor on the ice planet. He's on a slip near the, the magical eight-legged horse that Loki gave birth to. That's something I definitely didn't notice the first time I saw this movie. Same, uh-huh. Yeah. So I know people are like, what, Loki's gender fluid now and whatever, and he's kissing himself from another dimension? He birthed that horse. What do you <laughs> think of that? Yeah, that's never been brought up, but I wonder... It's got to be eventually, right? I think so. Also, yeah. when they come back to Asgard, horse is gone. Where's it go? We see regular horse. Mm. Maybe he mushed a bunch of horses together, like, through the <laughs> through the big... Rainbow beam. It, wasn't, it was like a fly situation. Yeah, maybe. We <laughs> yeah. can only hope. He got back and he's like, fucking put this down. <laughs> this is horrible. Put the screens up like it's the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Bang. 
<laughs> so, as mentioned earlier, he beat out his brother Liam Hemsworth oh. for the role. Uh, here's some other choices. Daniel Craig was first in line. Oh. He was nearly in a... At, the, at that McDonald's? That's right, To get yes. the second to Big Mac? Yes, after he did James Bond. He's like, I'm getting fat. I don't <laughs> want to be James Bond and have abs anymore. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he was top of the list. He was very nearly in Multiverse of Madness, which we talked oh, about. Yeah, he was going right. to be Thor's brother in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumor is he was going to be Balder, right? He's going to be Balder. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, okay. Charlie Hunnam was considered. Oh. Uh, Tom Hiddleston we mentioned. Alexander Skarsgård, oh. his father is in this, of course. Yes. Uh, and Joel Kinnaman, oh, from RoboCop, from Robot Cop, and other things, mm. but mostly Robot Cop. That's correct. Yeah. So around the year two thousand, which is a year. We experienced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This movie was going to be a made-for-television special produced by UPN, and Tyler Maine was approached to play Thor. Okay. You might know him because he played Sabretooth in the first X-Men I movie. I see. So, yeah. That, I think that was also in the year where they went, we can't make a regular actor take steroids, can we? Can we which, which, which wrestlers can act? Which, mm. which wrestlers will do this? But, yeah, I think he's definitely, you know, he had the look for it, but I'm glad they went in this direction. Uh, Stanley actually said at the time that he always wanted to play Stanley. Stanley. Oh, yeah. Stanley. Our friend Stanley. Our friend Stanley yeah, 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 yeah. said at the time that he always wanted to play Odin, uh, but he was happy to let that slide and hand it over to Anthony Hopkins. Instead, he's Guy in Truck. He's Guy in Truck, which is a great role. Mm. Uh, Blue Harvest, etc. So forth. That joke, Mason. Yeah, love it. Yep, good, good. And the Norwegian village we see in this at the start in flashback is the same one the Red Skull invades to see the Tesseract in Captain America the very first time he was an Avenger. Mm, incredible. Incredible indeed. Now, you might be like, what's the budget for this? Uh, that's the thing I was wondering. Well, the budget for this, Mason, is $150 million. Great. Love I it. thought, I was sure that this was like under 100 but I guess they built a lot of real big golden rooms. It's true they did, At yeah. least two. Mm. <laughs> they seems. probably blew up a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> probably did. Well, they built that town. Yeah. Mm. That whole town they that's built a, for this movie. That's actually a bargain for $150 million. I think so, mm. yeah. And to flatten, you're kidding me? Oh. God, practically making money, which they did. Hey, can we have some, some of this low-income housing to live in? Nah, we're going to blow no. it up. We're going to blow it up for Hollywood. And we're going to have a big cocaine party. <laughs> On the rubble. (laughs) Which you will be in because we're blowing it up before you leave. Uh, This, of course, was not a huge box office success, but did pretty well. It made $449 million. Now, I think this movie, one of the things it did right among many things is it didn't go for broke. It was Mm -hmm. a smaller piece in a larger story that they were telling. And because really all of this eventually paid off in The Avengers, you Mm -hmm. know, the first one and then so on and so forth from there. There's a lot of things in this which which add up to a different thing, which I know is tiresome now a lot of the time. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this was, a, I think, a very clever piece of this puzzle. Agreed. That ended up being whatever they're doing now. <laughs> a million Disney Plus things. That's correct, yes. All at once. Uh, we'll, of course, be back, won't we, Mason, next week. Will we? But for what? Great question. Oh, next Thor movie. Next Thor movie. Mm. I haven't seen that since the movies and all the times they visited it in Endgame. For sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing... You know, what I think of that now. Great. Very exciting. And if you do want to see that early, Mason, Mm -hmm. well, you'll record it with me, so you'll have a pretty good idea of what's going on. That's true. But for everybody else, if you head over to bigsandwich.co, that's our private Patreon. Early videos, including Caravan of Garbage. Mm -hmm. Bonus podcasts. Mm. 
Exclusive, by the way, Mason. Whoa. Movie commentaries. My goodness. We're going to do one for Ragnarok, aren't we, Mason? Yes. For Ragnarok. Yes. There's a huge back catalogue there, including our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That's also got its own YouTube channel, Apple, Spotify, all those things that you can look for a podcast on. Yes. Great. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Thor? Tell us what that is. <laughs> Tell us what is that thoughts you have on Thor. You say to us what that is. You tell us your thoughts you, you have on Thor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> thanks, nice. thanks, everybody. Thanks. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 